whom people remember you. And what did you do to gain this legacy, to gain this important ideas of art and life? But let's tell a story about how we came about this. Because as you notice, you see a wonderful dish there, corned beef and cabbage. Because it was around the time of St. Patrick's Day, where they have corned beef and cabbage as a staple, as a tradition. And during this tradition, it's called for celebration, called for fellowship. It calls for a caring and an action, an action of commitment, yes, encouragement, bravery, and determination. So I posted this, yes, posted this uh, wonderful dish here with a caption. And the caption reads that uh, the greatness in you that drives out snakes and dragons that causes failed relationships and marriages, abuse, broken hardness, disasters, and many other things like domestic violence, sexual addictions, all kind of addiction. So a person responded back say that what does this picture have to do with the caption with the post that was written about driving out snakes and dragons and uh, in your relationship, your families, and all the situation. But in order to respond to this person, there has to be t a story that's been told. And the story is that St. Patrick's, and because of St. Patrick's Day, it's going back a minute. How about 400 A.D.? Yes, in that time, in England, St. Patrick was born. Patrick was born there, and his parents were very religious. I would say spiritual fact. They were deep in the church, so to speak, today, and he never paid it too much attention. But during the time about age 16 or so, they took a vacation to Ireland. Yes, they had a little place in Ireland, so you know, little vacation time, but. The parents and the workers escaped because at the time it was the Roman soldiers that was taking care of ruling uh, England, Ireland, and that area. Not say ruling Ireland, but ruling England. But they were protecting this area in the North European area. Okay? So now Patrick was captured by the Druze, which was. Uh, well, back in those days, they would call it the, like a gang member, gangs like they have here in America, you know what I mean? But they were more or less in charge of the situation. They have the little groups and areas and, and Providence and whatever, you know what I mean? So anyway, and he was sold to one of the leaders there, okay? So as he was sold into slavery, they, back in those days, they had slavery, and decided then he would go to Christ. He decided he would give up because his parents were highly uh, devoted type people and everything, but he never really gave his life to the Lord. But this time, this time he did. And as he gave his life to the Lord, he remembered the scriptures. He remembered uh, things that transpired during his training, his upbringing, 
in his family life. And so by him coming to the Lord, he remembers scriptures and he remembered uh, good things about with the parents, you know, being obedient to the word of God and everything. So he gave his life to the Lord. And as he gave his life to the Lord, he went to prayer. He had a constant prayer life because now he's a slave and now he's a herdsman. They gave him a uh, job to do, you know, not a pay, but rather being a slave, position here, a position there, whatever. And one day, after about six years or so, even his slave friends, fellow slaves, they used to call him Holy Boy, ah, you know what I mean? Because this is how serious he took his salvation. This is how serious he took his devotion and faith. So, he had a dream, after about six years or so, that he would be able to escape that place. And he also, the dream was in that he had, it was a ship offshore, which was about 300 miles away. And he set out for 300 miles to this ship. And it, sure enough, through hard times, disasters, things like that happened, he made it to the shore. And it was a ship there with people on board. And guess what? They were heading towards Britain, England at the time, right? Which was a safe zone or safe haven, more or less. And he had on the board. And he went home to be with his parents again. And during that time, his devotion to his spiritual growth continued. And so now he's like, okay, there's proof in this thing. There's proof in this situation. He got me out of a situation, right? And as time goes by, he stays with his family for a while. And then he gets other dreams that they need help over there. So when he was a slave, some of his slave friends noticed that he was devoted to Christian, devoted to Christ, the gospel. And they need him back over there. So he made the announcement to his family that he was going to go back. Oh, they, they didn't like that too much. They rebelled. Complain. Don't go back. You know what happened to you. But nevertheless, he went back anyway. And on his course going back, he ran into many difficulties. He ran into many situations. There's no pleasure in the gospel at the moment. But he had the faith to believe that he was covered. He had the faith to believe that no matter what, he was going to endure this. And he spoke the gospel. He preached the gospel. He, uh, now he's getting to the place of being a priest. So they really came against him. And the people that the Druze were really against him. They had that fellowship, that party going on, all this stuff. But nevertheless, nevertheless, Patrick stood steadfast in his faith. And being steadfast in his faith, he overcame the situation of mental and the spiritual aspect of what was going on in that place. So now, they begin to believe him for real, for real. And even the Jews, the one that captured him before, his ex masters begin to believe in the gospel. So now St. Patrick's death in, uh, was it 
Ah, March, yes, March 17th. And they held on to that date. Not say with the meal at first, but they had their fellowship. Well, the Irish were drinkers and partiers, but then with the combination of the faiths, and then slowly, slowly evolving into a faithful situation, faithful relationship, even with the uh, spiritual demonic spirits that was going on, they called it the leprechauns and uh, different areas of witchcraft and all of that stuff was going on. He had to battle them also, the spiritual thing. So then, when they put out the word that St. Patrick drove all the snakes out of Ireland, that was more or less a metaphor that he drove out the evil. Because snakes represent evil. Snakes represent poison. Snakes represent uh, negativity. Snakes represent the disasters. They represent the toxicity in our lives. The dragons also the serpent, which we call the devil, uh, evil spirit, evil being, evil doings. So that's why they did that. And that's why when the picture came up with the corned beef, it was to remind the people to go back. To go back. Don't give up. Don't give up. Go back and help your friends, your neighbors. Go back and help your family. Drive out the evil spirit. Drive out the evil situation in your relationship. Drive out that uh, spirit in all of the things, the addictions that was going on. Take control over your life. Take control over uh, the situation that's going on in your life. Be brave. Be courageous. Have the power within yourself. You have the power. We have the power. Let's use that power like St. Patrick did. Don't get comfortable. Let us sometimes... We always say we get comfortable in our situation, we get comfortable in our transitions and uh, lifestyles and what happened and uh, uh, our dysfunctionalities. We get comfortable. We get comfortable so that, well, we don't like pain. We like the comfort. And being comfort in that prison, you did not get comfortable in being a slave. We should not be comfortable in having evil override us and overrule us. We should not be comfortable in having snakes that are going to bite and kill us, poison us, poison our situation, poison our attitude, poison our personality, poison our spirit. Because we know that the dragon come only kill, steal, and destroy. And he will destroy you. He will destroy us. Yes. That's why we have to have a prayer life, just like St. Patrick did. We have to have a commitment life, being committed. That's why we have to be encouraged, encouraging each other and encourage ourselves to go back. After we get strong, after we be healed, after we're delivered, after we have the power within our own self to go back into that situation to help the brother, help the sister, help the families. Help them. Build them up. Strengthen them. Yes. And this is what the gospel does. Strengthen each other. So, therefore, that's why the picture was added to the caption. The picture was added so that a person would say, Oh, wow. 
If he can do it, I can do it. Because I do believe that the God of life, the God of our salvation, can do all things. And we can do all things through Christ that strengthened us. So therefore, he went back, and we should go back and to help each other. Not to sit there in our comfort zone. So, when he escaped, escaped from slavery, having the spirit to believe that he will be rescued, and he was rescued, now he's home with his family, he's home with his friends, he's home, and they said, don't go back, now he can sit there and do and pray and whatever he have to do, but the point of it is that sometimes we stay comfortable in our good things, get comfortable in our surroundings, we stay comfortable in our safety zone, yes, not just a prison, not just hard time, not just uh, the, the, the things of life that's going to hurt us and, and that will uh, be in, how you say, comfortable in our uh, doings and bad doings. No. Even that. And our pain, even that. But then, how about our comfort? How about our freedom? How about our safety? How about our shelter? We get comfortable. And then we sit back and lay back. Lay back. But St. Patrick went back to help his friends, to help others that need help, that need the gospel. And that's what we should do. Be helpers of one another. They need the gospel. So that's what he did. And then, uh, since they took the post down, picture down. Oh, you shouldn't have uh, a picture of this food. But why not? Why not? Thanksgiving time, we have a big roasted turkey on the table, which represents Thanksgiving, which represents fellowship, which represents family unity, which represents a lot of good things in spiritual life. Then at Christmas time, we have the cookies, we have uh, the colors, even the tree. That represent Christmas, the birth of Christ, a new new beginning. A new beginning. A new power, a new strength. New opportunities that come about. A new way of life. A new direction. Yes, a new direction. And then, how about Valentine's Day? Oh no, we don't do Valentine's Day. But why not with the love, with the chocolate, the heart-shaped uh, candy box? Different one. How about love? And more love. Let all that you be done. And all that you do be done in love. Let love be the greatest thing about you. Let love conquer all. Let love abide. More and more and more. Show that love. Show that love through your obedience to the word. In order to be close to God, to order to know God. He said, if you love me, you keep my word. So let love abide. Even though we use those traditions, even though we use food to represent some of the traditions and stuff, why not? Yes, why not? And there are other things that we can do, that we do, that represent different situations that maybe have nothing to do with the food. But let that food, let that representation bring back a thought, bring back a tradition, bring back a mindset that we need to do each and every day.
each and every day. Let us come to understand and to know this is why. So, taking down, taking down the post, taking down the picture, is not going to stop the gospel from being presented. It's not going to stop a person from writing a book about addictions. Yes, addiction that overpowers and overshadows. But we can overpower and overshadow and take control of these addictions, this lust, this degradation, all of this corruption that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Write a book about these things because you've gone through these things. You've experienced these things. You know about these things. Write a book. Let people know that you can help them. Let them know that they don't have to be uh, settled for the situation with these snakes. Drive out the snakes in the power, with the power. Drive out the snake with the power of the goodness, the power of the greatness that's in you. Drive it out. And then put action, put action to the words that are written. Then people can be helped. People can be healed. Not just to stay, I say, in isolation, in ICU. Not to just to say, I'm in recovery for 20 years. Be healed. Be therefore healed. Go about doing a mighty work. You're on a mission. Finish your mission. And then you'll see and understand to know that you have a legacy. Yes, legacy. Will they remember you? They will remember you. Not only they will remember you, the important thing is that will you be counted worthy? Will you be counted well done, my true and faithful servant? Will you be counted as a sheep, a shepherd? Will you be counted as a disciple? Will you be counted? Yes, as worthy to enter into the kingdom, the great kingdom, with the power, with the power of the spirit, of the truth. Mighty God. With that in mind, wonderful people. Oh, and one more thing. One more thing. There's another uh, story that came about. A story that came about also with snakes and dragons, that is. And this was a, in the political sense speaking. There were some that posted a law, an approved law, passed a law that says that they call it voter. Restrictions, and with that voter restrictions, uh, that came about that said one of the laws that was passed in this in this uh, group of laws is that you can go to jail for giving somebody an apple. Somebody is standing in line to vote. You can go to jail for two years and ten thousand dollar fine. And we noticed that there are politicians who pay this no attention. We notice that there are people that pay this no attention. But I'm here to remind you, I'm here to tell you, pay attention to these laws that have been passed. Go to court on them. Itemize and criticize and critique them. Because this particular law said that I could go to jail for giving somebody an apple because they're having a diabetic attack. Uh, they have a glass of water, or a drink of water, a juice that's getting ready to pass out, standing in line to vote. But don't you understand and realize that this is 
a part of something greater, greater. This law did not pay it just to be a, uh, how do you call it, a misdemeanor law. This is a felony. You do not go to jail for two years or prison for two years for a misdemeanor. You just pay a fine, you write it up, and then going about your business. A $10,000 fine? A two-year imprisonment? A misdemeanor? Come on, give me a break. That's what our current president said. Give me a break. But not only give me a break, do something about it. Say something. Let all of your constituents know that this is not to be passed. Drive out the snakes that's in your community. Drive out the snakes that's in your country. The politicians, the wickedness and the corruptness that's happening each and every day. Is this who you want to lead you? Is this where you want to be? In your life, in your political aspect, uh, this who you want to guide you, they will enslave you. Just like St. Patrick was enslaved for seven years, but this slavery can last for a long time and more. So, have the decency, have the encouragement, and have the power to say something, to do something, and be about something. Have your legacy and stand out. Let your legacy be. I was there. I did something. I made a statement. And in that making a statement, you accomplished more than you did before. With that in mind, wonderful people, I ask you to read the book, Divorcing, Lust, Porn, and Sexual Addiction. But any addiction, put it in that category. Divorce it. Get rid of it. When you have a, a letter, a certificate of divorce, you're through with it. You're finished with it. Yay! Freedom! All right, now. So take care, wonderful people. Bless you. And with that in mind, take care. Bye now.
type of thing. You know, and really go through the stuff you need so you you do good. That's what came from your heart. Right. And pastor said the whole scripture of what you were supposed to do. Yeah. I was. I read it in its entirety. So I just took it back. You know, took a little bit out of it. And, you know, but I really want to say more because I, I, don't, I don't remember if I said that his belly got bigger. Yeah, he did. Oh. That's <laughs> how he, there, you don't know what you say. That's how his name became Pop. Uh-huh. And then yeah. it went to Pop. But I sure wanted to know that myself. Uh-huh. Never knew. That boy, he loved them beans and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Still do, because Bonnie's cow, you know, we took them from over there. And Molly would cook some, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Waiting on Pam. Oh, she coming over. Mm-hmm. Oh, to bring the, the plant. Yeah, she said, well, thing. I want you to get them while they still fresh. Okay. She said she's coming up here to deliver. Oh, she said she had to come up here to bring a cake and some flowers or something. So you mind if I come back if I told you to come? Yeah. She said she's coming down? Yeah, she said she was here about 15 minutes, so that was a few minutes ago. Okay. Let me get comfortable. That's what I did. Oh boy. <coughs> 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 you say you're expecting somebody better? Tell her. Pam. Huh? Flowers. Colleen. Flowers. Flowers. Oh, the flowers. Oh. Okay. Now I'm going to. Retape, retape this message over again, but she'll be here in a few minutes. Huh? She'll be here in a few minutes. Alright. It was only, what, 15, about 10 minutes long. Oh, man. So, so you said Val brought the other stuff in? Yeah, about a cabbage. Uh, a cabbage? Uh, a raw cabbage? Yep. Oh, I thought it was cooked stuff. <laughs> yeah, alright. I said, I don't know who put these plates together, but they left out a lot of stuff. Hmm. Ain't that something? But. Okay. Mm hmm.
Oh boy. You know, 47% of TikTok users say that they bought something they saw on TikTok. Want to know something else? Now you can sell on TikTok with Equid by Lightspeed. Reach billions of engaged daily users and turn your clout into customers. Start selling on TikTok with Equid by Lightspeed today. So this is Ryan Polk. And in just a few months, he created enough income to start living life on his own terms without working a nine-to-five job. And yes, I was able to replace my income using their um, programs, but the more important thing was I was able to have a life